is primarily an invention of necessity to protect us from the elements. However, over the centuries, and in almost every culture, footwear has taken vastly different forms, providing that there is far more at play than mere protection. Footwear in the Western world is the fodder of fashion. He emphasizes the adornment function of footwear, which we call fashion, which complements human bodies and feet to add extra value. We will see in various academic studies all types of shoes that possess more than practical functions. This chapter examines academic research on footwear to understand the social and cultural meanings and categories attached to different types of footwear. It traces the history of footwear to understand why and when human beings start to wear something on their feet. And it explores what footwear symbolizes in various cultural contexts at various time periods in history. By reviewing the literature on footwear studies, we can see whether some of the conceptual analysis of footwear can be applied later to sneaker studies or not. It will help us gain further insight into sneakers and to see where it can be placed. The Socio-Cultural Significance of Footwear Human beings have been covering their feet and wearing some form of footwear for centuries. While there are countless accounts on who created the first shoes or why-slash-where they were first made, the primary common reason for wearing shoes was to protect feet from an unpleasant or dangerous natural environment. For instance, an American sailor's shoe in the 19th century was made out of hemp cord because it provided traction even when it was wet, and double rubber-walled insulated boots were made for the U.S. military personnel to protect feet from extreme cold. MacIver 1994. Shoes were invented out of necessity, just like clothes. In addition, shoes communicate who we are, what we do for a living, and how we think. At a time when slaves and lower classes were barefoot, shoes were worn by those in power and authority. As McNeil and Riello explain in their article, A Long Walk, Shoes, People, and Place, 2011, B, page 12. The very presence or absence of shoes is one of the most recorded facts in history. Until recent times, a lack of shoes could be a fact of life, even in the relatively prosperous Western world. And the barefoot meant that all avenues of life were closed. Similarly, in a non-Western culture, Jane Neubauer points out that it was a common practice in most of rural India until half a century ago to walk barefoot, and therefore, it would not be an exaggeration to generally describe India as a barefoot country. But the Indian aristocracy developed a taste for footwear in the early centuries of the Christian era. 2000, page 13. As Edna Nashon, in her article Jews in Shoes, writes, 2008, page 15, Shoes function as metonyms for personhood, and as markers of identity both by choice and coercion. They are a rich source of information for a person's age and gender, occupation, economic and social status, and religious and ideological position, as well as a host of personal characteristics. They serve as a nonverbal mode of communication, conveying social information about the wearer. Similarly, Sue Blundell in Beneath Their Shining Feet, 
shoes and sandals in classical Greece, traces back the history of shoes in classical Greece, and explains that while many paintings and sculptures depict men and women without shoes, footwear was the norm even in ancient Greece. 2011. During the Roman era, shoes were considered as much more than functional footwear. Poets commemorated them in verses, and lovers cherished their beloved's shoes as dearly as their locks of hair. MacIver, 1994, page 6. One of the earliest examples of footwear worn on the Indian subcontinent is a sandal made out of wood, which was found around circa 200 B.C. Jane Neubauer, 2000, page 9. Footwear has a long history and is definitely not a modern invention. Different academic studies on historical and contemporary footwear can be placed within fashion and dress studies.